Good evening. This is uh, February 24th, 2010. This is Dr. Jim here with my 11th podcast of this series. Tonight, we're going to talk about self-talk. Self-talk. That stuff that goes on between your ears. And no, 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 guys, everybody does it, so don't think you're the only one on the planet that talks to themselves. Uh, Most people just don't talk out loud to themselves. But self-talks are the things that you tell yourself. And unfortunately, most of the times you're limiting beliefs. Uh, Science has proven that the average human has 60,000 totally different thoughts, excuse me, 60,000 totally different thoughts per day. Now, I would wonder how many of those are negative. Uh, I, I would assume quite a few are. But let me, if by analogy, if I may, show you something about self-talk and how it can be damaging through a little story here. Uh, this salesman one day was walking down the road and he'd been making sales calls and he gets in his car and he notices it's low on gas, but he goes on to another sales call and he's out in the country and he runs out of gas and it starts to rain and it gets really cold and he's sitting there for a while and he says, well, man, I need to get some gas. But, you know, how stupid am I? I should have got gas before I came out here. That was just dumb. And, you know, I mean, to a rental car, you'd think that they would have told me how bad the gas mileage was. And he's just talking to himself. He looks down the road, and he sees about a half mile down this dirt road, there's a farmhouse, a light's on the farmhouse. So he gets up, puts his jacket on, and he starts to walk towards the farmhouse. Well, he's getting really cold and really wet. As he walks, he just starts on again. So, you know, I didn't make a sales this whole week. It's just miserable. The whole world is against me. Why do we even try anymore? Why need to find another job? But here I am stranded out in the middle of nowhere. It's all because of this lousy job. And he's walking along and he's looking around and he's getting wetter and colder and more miserable. And he said, you know, it's really strange. This farmer has probably got a dog. And the time I walk up his driveway, the dog will probably attack me and bite me or chase me up a tree or something. Besides that, it's late at night. He probably won't come to the door. He'll just tell me to go away. He may call the sheriff on me. You know, sometimes I really get angry with farmers because I know he's got all the gas in the world. He just won't give me any gasoline. And that's just because he lives out here in the country by himself and he can get away with it. I know it, those darn farmers anyway. Finally gets to the door and knocks on the door. The farmer says, hey, could I help you, sir? He goes, yeah, let me tell you something. You can keep your gasoline. I'm just going to walk home. You see what he did? How many times did it happen to you? How many times have you talked yourself into a future event and made it negative. Had nothing to do with reality. Truth of the matter is, a farmer would probably giving him gasoline. The farmer had nothing to do with his situation, but the guy had predicted his own future. We're really good at that. I mean, how many times have you predicted, you've said somebody doesn't like me over and over, and sure enough, they didn't like you. You talked yourself into doing whatever it did to make them not like you. See, because I truly believe that between your ears, You, and I've said this before, you have the seeds of greatness or your own doom. You are truly a prophet of your own life. And if you choose to be a prophet of glory or a prophet of doom, it's totally up to you. Because you see, inside of everybody's mind, you've got a judge, your inner judge, yourself, your ego, that is far more critical than anybody you'll ever meet. You are the most unforgiving person you'll ever meet in your lifetime when it comes to you. 
For example, let's say you're a female and you want to buy a new pair of blue jeans. You go try them on and they don't fit. Most of the time, most of the time, you'll probably say something like, well, if I wasn't so fat, you know, these, these would probably fit me. Rather than just simply saying, well, these are too small, let me try another side. No, no, you know, you'll criticize yourself. And most of the time, you don't even know you're doing it. <clears throat> now, in, in order to test me on this, and there's ways to overcome it. I mean, you didn't become this way without practicing, and you could overcome it with practice. But <clears throat> let me tell you what you can do. And I mentioned this thing about stop in an earlier podcast. <clears throat> the first thing you need to do is sit down and get you a journal. And every time you think something negative, write it down. Write it down. And just see what happens during the daytime. You'll be astounded. Oh, you don't have to write it down if you don't want to. I mean, you can be like you always are by doing nothing. Nothing will change in two years from now. But if you start taking responsibility for what you're thinking, you'll be amazed how fast your life will change. Write it down and start thinking, okay, what could I have said positively that would have counteracted that negative thought I just had? You know, stop the negative and replace it with something positive. I mean, instead of saying, why am I so broke? Because I tell you what, if you ask that question, your mind is going to give you thousands of reasons you're so broke. You're asking the question, it's going to answer you. What if you say, bring me wealth? Isn't that much better? If you don't get wealth, at least you're not going to get broker. So you stop the negative and replace it with a positive. And then start practicing what I call thought stopping. I... And guys, I do this every day. I do this on the way to work. I do this on weekends. I do this when I'm on vacation. It's like once something starts going, I just mentally say stop. Interrupt the thought pattern. And when you interrupt it, it's hard to get back on track. So the more you practice stopping it, the less often those negative thoughts will come into your mind. And then always tell yourself exactly what you can do. What you can do. Don't Ask for things that you can't do because you'll just get more things you can't do. But make sure you tell yourself things you can do. Like, you know, I can read well. I can listen well. Build on those and start planting more and more positives in your mind. And then it will become a habit. And once it's a habit, well, it becomes part of you. But like I said, it's a hard, evil habit to break. It's very hard. So let's take a look at some steps. Begin to focus your attention on the meanings of everything that you're saying to yourself. Guys, write this down a little bit. Put this in on a piece of paper or something. Begin to do that. So you'd be aware of what you're saying to yourself. And then spend some time taking a look at what you say in certain situations. You know, how do you react? Do you react the same way to every situation? Then what you need to do is try reacting differently to that situation and see if that helps. And then come up with a long-term plan. How you will avoid thinking that way. There's a couple of ways to do that. Uh, one of them is the stop thing I told you about. But another one, and you know, a lot of the stop smoking clinics do this. And I'll tell you what, it really does work. Put a rubber band around your wrist. And then every time you have a negative thought, reach down and pull it up and snap it against your wrist. Well, that do one of two things. Number one, it takes your mind away from the negative thought or lets you focus on the negative thought. And it gives you a little bit of negative feedback. It's like, well, that wasn't a good thought because it kind of hurt. 
But if you do these things, see, the idea here is to conquer your depression and anxiety as quickly as you can, because a lot of this is generated through depression. And then use affirmations to yourself. Once you've stopped a negative thought, add a positive thought. That will build your self-esteem and your confidence. And be easier on yourself, guys. You know, I mean, we're all not perfect, but we're sure not all failures. You are worthy to be here. And other people don't know you. In fact, other people probably don't judge you at all. Uh, you, you have a negative opinion of yourself for no known reason, because your self-talk made a negative opinion of you. And like I say, you're not crazy because you talk to yourself. We all do. You're only crazy if you name the voice that talks to you as, as a third person. But anyway, try those few things. I know this was kind of brief, but I want you to start focusing on what do you say to yourself? What goes on bet between your ears? And realize you're not alone. Uh, everybody has negative self-talk. But you need to learn to harness your self-talk and make it a positive self-talk. And you will be surprised how quickly at least your attitude towards things will begin to change. Now, I don't know if you will physically change or not, but I do know your attitude will change. And once you can change an attitude, you can change just about anything there is a change out there. As long as the changes start within first, and I think we've talked about this before, you can't change the outside until you change the inside. But anyway, I want to thank you guys for indulging me. And remember, visit my website, www.you-are-amazing.com. That's you-r-amazing.com. And also, uh, if I may, before we leave, keep adding some stories. In fact, if you've got some ideas on self-talk, we all love to hear it. Um, the little, this little organization now has grown to almost 1,600 in the last few weeks. This is crazy fun. Um, I've got a lot of people in the Philippines now and a whole lot of people in, in uh, Arlington, United States, in Dallas, Austin, and up in, the, up in Seattle, Cincinnati. This goes on and on. But stay in touch. Be kind to each other. Let me hear from you. Once again, this is Dr. Jim. Thanks for indulging me.